The following podcast may contain mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, this is Glenn, and welcome to the Glenn Thanks Stuff Podcast. If you're new, thanks for checking out my podcast. I really appreciate that. Um, and if you're not listening, you should. You know what I'm saying? But every week I just try to talk about just silly stuff for a little while. And hopefully I can give you a break from your boring and lame life. (laughs) That's how to suck people in. Insult their lives. Yeah. So anyway, let me talk about something real quick in the intro that I saw in the news that's been all over the news the last few days. And that is the big college scandal where privileged kids are getting into these schools like their parents are pretty much paying their way into the school. Yeah. And they actually got the full house lady, the lady that played Rebecca Donaldson on full house. And I think the first thing that I heard about this, I was at work and somebody was like, have you heard what happened? And I was like, no. And they told me what was going on. And I was just like, well, where's the, I mean, what's the story? That's not really shocking. I thought that that was kind of common knowledge, you know, that people with a lot of money did stuff like that. But I guess you're, you don't supposed to do things like that. I guess that's the moral of the story is you don't supposed to do bad stuff if you have a lot of money to do bad stuff with. You know, it really doesn't bother me. It doesn't affect my life in the slightest. You know, I could get if you like worked hard your whole life to get into the prestigious academy. But I mean... You know, that's not the reason that I turned down Harvard Law, you know, or that I didn't go into Harvard Law School. It's just because I was like, man, I'd rather make a podcast. It's called the Glenn Thinks Stuff Podcast. You know, you can take your Harvard Law. I don't want it around this place. I just want to to ramble with a with an extensive library library of knowledge that I already have in my mental possession. You know, who needs all that? Who needs all that stuff? You know, like I've tackled stuff on this podcast, like the whole Siamese twin thing. Like if one of them commits a murder and, you know, the other one has nothing to do with it and actually tries to stop them, then what? How could you lock the innocent innocent one up? You know, and we tackle that and we went through that. And I even like pulled a quote from Ben Franklin, you know, and when I was researching that specific you know, question on the internet, it came to my attention that that is a favorite question that law professors ask students, you know? So really, if I go to law school, I should be teaching law school according to my thought process. You know, I should not be a student. I should be the teacher. That's just, I didn't even know that until I started looking into the question. And I just think naturally like a law professor. So anyway, well, that was weird, but I just don't think that it's that big of a deal to in my life. It's not. It affects me none. And I thought that it was common knowledge, and I didn't know that it was so frowned upon because that lady had a million-dollar bond. 
they set her bond at a million dollars and of course i'm sure that she made bail and then uh what's her name uh i don't i can't remember her name i don't have them in front of me but all i know is i saw a picture of her and it said with her husband william h macy from shameless and the first thought that i had was oh no is he gonna go off shameless (laughs) is he gonna go off shameless to support his wife and and you know so i'll lose that entertainment you know that's definitely not cool i'm pulling for her i'm pulling for those charges to be dropped because you know he must continue to work for my amusement but i have a pretty good podcast for you people today man i'm sounding kind of negative but uh let me try to turn that around and steer this thing back on the way that we're supposed to be going which is happy so hang tight Hey guys, before I get into the meat of the podcast today, I thought that I would tell you about a really cool movie that I watched last night. And I turned it on, and it's not something that I usually... I mean, just an action movie is not typically the kind of movie that I watch unless it's like something that I really want to see. And this isn't a movie review podcast by any stretch, but... There's this new movie on Netflix called Triple Frontier. I think that's the name of it, Triple Frontier. See, I should have checked this out before I started recording. Then I could give you accurate information. But that's not how I do. But anyway, so so I was texting somebody and I was like, well, I'll throw this movie on in the background um, while I'm texting. And... um. It turned out to be really awesome. And I think it's probably the best movie that Netflix has done, in my opinion. And as Ben Affleck and the dude from uh, Sons of Anarchy, I think his name's Charlie Huffman. Hoffman? Huffman? The one that played Jax Teller on Sons of Anarchy, it had him, right? And I haven't seen him in anything. I know he made that King Arthur movie, but I haven't watched that because I can't just sit around watching movies all the time. Because if you sit around watching movies all the time, you won't get things done that need to get done, so I don't do that. But So I haven't seen that, but I like to see that, but I have not. But he's in the movie too, right? And see, it's this point in the podcast where all the women that listen to Glenn Thinks Stuff podcast are no longer listening to my podcast. They're going to hear this part later because what they did is they paused my podcast to go watch Jax Teller in a movie that Netflix just put out called Triple Frontier, right? You know, I think that's kind of messed up. Yeah. Well, he's easy on the eyes is what he is. Well, he might be easy on the eyes, but look here. This is what Jax Teller does, or Charlie, or whatever, whatever his name is. Like, uh, he just memorizes lines and then makes different facial expressions while he recites the lines that somebody else wrote for him, right? See, on the Glenn Think Stuff podcast, I do the opposite of that. I just make it up as I go, you know? And I might not be as easy on the eyes as Jax Teller, but look here. I'm, I came up. This is all original. This is OG right here. So, you know, just appreciate it. <laughs> 
yeah, yeah, I'm more talented than him. That's what I'm trying to say. You know, if he had a podcast, he doesn't have a podcast. Well, that would be kind of awkward if he did have a, po- have a podcast and I found out and that was like way good. Which wouldn't be hard to top this podcast at all. Just arrogance is funny. So I'm better than him. You know, I just am. I'm not, this is not, I did not. I'm not reciting anything that was written for me. Believe it or not. I know that you're listening to this right now being like, man, this must be written. This is a great script. But anyway, it's about all these like ex-military kind of black ops soldiers that I think it's in Colombia. They go in and rob the equivalent to Pablo Escobar. Like they rob his house, right? And it's just a good action movie. It's just solid. And I mean, it's not... I don't know how much Netflix spent. I mean, the special effects aren't crazy, but the story and the action, it's just good. You should watch it. Anyway, that's really not what I want to talk about today. So, you know, I'm going to stop talking about that because that's not what I came here to talk about. I'm just, like, looking out for you. That's what I do here on Glenn Thanks Stuff Podcast, you know. I look out for the people. I'm a man of the people. I look out for the people. So I want to talk about bad tattoos, right? I've been thinking about bad tattoos. And let me tell you, like, my opinion about bad tattoos is that I love bad tattoos. I love seeing bad tattoos. I'm a bad tattoos fanatic. Sometimes when I'm sad and I'm feeling, like, down in the dumps, you know, about stuff that's going on, you know, or you get that little negativity going on sometimes. And I always like to be positive and look on the bright side. It's just what I do, you know, but sometimes, you know, we all have rough times or we might get a little bit sad, a little bit depressed. And what I like to do in those times is I'll Google bad tattoos, right? And it just, like, warms my heart and makes me feel better to see all these bad decisions that people have made, right? It just is, it, it makes me laugh because it's it's other people's misfortune and not my own. So it's kind of like I look at them and I'm like, well, things could be worse right now, you know? So I thought that I would tell you my bad tattoo story because I have a bad tattoo, okay? But it's not as bad as a tattoo that a guy got with me um, while I was getting my tattoo in the same time period. Um, There was another guy who got a tattoo and it was worse than mine and I was there to witness it and enjoy it not in his face because I don't want to gloat at your misfortune. I want to gloat behind your back and talk about it years later on a podcast at your misfortune (laughs) because I'm a considerate, nice guy. Okay. So I was hanging around this group of people and I was very young. Okay. This was not like two years ago or, you know, even 10 years ago. This is like way back. This is when I was a young person making awesome decisions in my life that's sarcastic so um there was this guy that that i met and um he was like man i do tattoos right and i was like okay and i was like well i would like to have a tattoo of yours you know because i'm young and stupid and so i decided that it was in my best interest i weighed out my options i made a pros and cons list And I, you know, I just prayed about it and I decided that it was in my best interest to let the stranger that I never met before in my life, 
um, tattoo something that would be permanently on my body forever, right? And uh, so what I ended up getting was a really stupid tattoo, right? (laughs) I'm sure you want to know what it is, but I'm not going to tell you. So it was a really bad tattoo, and it was a really crappy tattoo. And, you know, it's hidden. It's not one of my tattoos that's visible, um, because I do, I do like tattoos. I like, um, skin art. I think that, um, people's tattoo, unless you're just like a hipster douchebag, I think that a lot of people's tattoos kind of tell a story, you know, what was going on in your life? What made you want to get that? You know, I'm not talking about the Chinese symbol for courage on your neck, you know, that you got after a Limp Biscuit concert, you know, that's kind of stupid. I don't, won't even ask about those kinds of tattoos. I'm talking about, like, interesting tattoos, original-looking stuff, you know? I, I think that, that that kind of stuff... I know that mine, anyway, like, every one of mine tells kind of a story. Um, I think about a different period of my life um, when, you know, I got the tattoos that I have. Um, a lot of them were were gotten during kind of rough patches in my life and uh so it's kind of it kind of makes me grateful because when I see him I'm like you know look how far I've come you know I'm I'm on top of the world baby I'm just kidding I don't think that at all but it, it does make me grateful because I'm like man that was a terrible time and you know I have something that reminds me of something that I grew through and became a better person from you know and so just having that mentality myself I know that other people have similar experiences you know or maybe they have you know they got one um when their kid was born or you know it's like life event type stuff that I like right so I was hanging out in this group of people and there was this guy that I knew back in the day way back in the day I'm a delicate flower now I don't hang around these sorts of people because they frighten me but I was hanging around uh this guy that ran with a very reputable biker gang right and you have heard of them I'm not gonna say who they were or who they are I'm just gonna tell you that you know who they are and um and so he was in the group that I was hanging around with and he wanted a tattoo done in the palm of his hand right like in the palm of his hand he wanted a tattoo done by this guy that he didn't know either that we you know that we just met and um and so I was like, yeah, I want one that's hidden because I kind of knew in the back of my head that this isn't going to pan out. You know when you're a teenager and you you like know something's not a good idea, but you're just 100 miles an hour and you're like, let's do it, you know? <laughs> and it, it's just like with no throwing caution to the wind is how some people live, you know? And uh, thank God I was smart enough uh, not to get a tattoo in the palm of my hand. But this dude was hardcore. He wanted a tattoo in the palm of his hand. And what he got was, it was a, this is funny because I'm not telling you what I got, but I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you what he got, right? (laughs) Because you might think that mine was just as dumb. So see what I'm doing here? I'm like, I'm putting it off on somebody else. So, because I'm a nice guy. So, anyway, so he wanted a stopwatch, like a, not a stopwatch, a pocket watch. Um, You know, like the old pocket watches with the chains on them. Um, 
he wanted a pocket watch in the palm of his hand and he wanted roman numerals for the numbers right and um so he was getting it done and i watched some of it you know while they were doing the tattoo i watched some of it getting done well when it got all done i went up to him i was like dude let me see it you know let me check it out and i looked at it and some of the roman numerals were wrong in the stopwatch that he had tattooed on his palm forever and ever and i was just like man oh man (laughs) and he knew it too he knew it too um i don't know if i'm i can't remember i would tell you if i remember i can't remember if i'm the one that pointed it out to him or if he realized that himself but he didn't seem to care very much you know he didn't seem to care like ah no big deal it's just another tattoo i mean he was all tatted up so it was just another one to him you know but i just thought that was funny bad tattoos are funny they just are you know i want a tattoo that says merry christmas that's ridiculous i'm older now i'm i'm a mature adult so i don't know if i will you know convince myself to do anything that ridiculous um i just think that would be funny because at christmas time you could just show people your tattoo and wouldn't have to speak to them i think i've said that on here before so so anyways um what else did i want to talk about today i had a list of things to talk about today hmm oh drawing conclusions that's something that i wanted to talk about today do you know how when you have a thought about something and you come to a conclusion or you you know the conclusion that you're going to come to but it's like you got to go through the whole thought process to arrive at that conclusion maybe organically is that the word like sometimes i feel like that sometimes i'm like you know what you're gonna do you know how this is all gonna end you know but instead of just something i don't know if i have some wires crossed or what but instead of just going with that it's like uh it's like a pattern that i have to go through in my head to logically arrive at certain conclusions in my life and there's not a whole lot there it's just a weird thought that i had this week that i was thinking about because i think that i was wanting to do something and i already was like i know what i'm gonna do but then it was like, why? That's it. You you ask yourself, why? You know, why do you want to do that? Why is that the conclusion that you came to? And you're just like, oh, I got to think about it. And then you go through the whole thought process thing. You know, maybe that's good that I do that. If I didn't do that, I don't know if I would have Glenn Think Stuff podcast if I didn't do that. So maybe it's a blessing and a curse. It's just my cross to bear. And that's cool. So, what else can I tell you? Does see I have nothing. I have nothing in front of me. I just thought about some stuff this week and saved the notes on my phone, but I'm not pulling them up now, which would be the smart thing to do. Uh All right. So, until I come up <laughs> with something else to talk about, um I'm going to take a short break. Uh it might be a day or two or three or it might be an hour or five minutes but it will be like instant to you because i'll be right back (laughs) 
I know what you're thinking. That was quick. Well, actually, that was not quick. But I'm back, and I remembered what I wanted to talk about. So when I was high school age-ish, um, I worked a lot. I've always been a hard worker. Um, but um, when I was, I guess I was around the age of 16, 17, in the summer, I worked two part-time jobs, right? And one of them was in a textile mill, which a lot of that died off in the South. That's really not as big of a thing anymore. I think a lot of them went to Mexico, but textile mills were really big in my area when I was growing up. And I got a job in high school working at a textile mill and I would take these big rolls of material that probably weighed about 50, 60 pounds and I would put them on a scale and write the weight on them and bag them up and put them in the warehouse, right? And so I did that and I also worked at a fast food place, right? And so I was constantly um, working. It was a totally different environment at the fast food place, um, because I would work there early in the morning and then I would, uh, run to my other job and work that job. Um, but in fast food is customer service. So it's like in front of people. So, I mean, yeah, it's not the same style of job because anybody that has worked customer service before knows that you just can't act any kind of way. You can't be normal when you work customer service or you can't be yourself is a better way to put it, you know, but the fast food, there was like so much drama at the fast food place. I think the manager, the store manager was having an affair with like one of the shift managers, I think, and it was just gross and disgusting. And it was just a weird, it was a weird time. It was a weird time in my life being, you know, at that age was a weird stage of my life and I actually hung out with a couple Marines um boys that were going into the Marine Corps um at the fast food place that I worked at right and so I was kind of interested in that you know because I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do at that point and uh and so I actually went and talked to a Marine recruiter and I actually went and worked out with the Marines. They had uh, workouts that they would do prepping the guys that would be leaving for Paris Island. And I actually went to do that, and it wasn't bad. I know it was nothing like, you know, what they do in Paris Island. Um, and, you know, I talked to a recruiter. But in the end, I decided that I didn't want to be a Marine, that I didn't want to, you know, get into that so much. Uh, but, you know, something that I've always thought about in the back of my head was, is like, what would my life be like now if I had become a Marine, you know? And I don't know. I don't think that it's good to live your life like what if, right? I don't think that it's, I mean, I just don't think it's productive to to always be looking backwards because if you're always looking backwards you're not looking forward and you're not enjoying the time that you're in right yeah it's kind of like you're focused on something that you can't do anything about because you can't change the past you can change what you're doing right now and you can change the future but you can't change the past right so I don't think about it a lot but it does cross my mind what where would I be what would I be doing um, if I had gone into the marines at that young of an age 
or, you know, I would have had to wait, you know, a little while, um, until I graduated, uh, high school to do that. But, you know, by now I would be like a year away from retirement from that. (laughs) If I wanted to retire, if I had stayed in and I did have friends that went into the military. Right. And I don't know. It's just something to think about. The conclusion that I've come to, though, is that I definitely would not have had the life that I have now. I wouldn't have my kids, you know, and um, that's such a huge part of who I am that, you know, I know that I made the right call and maybe, you know, it might not be. I don't know. I can't say I made the right call because I didn't I didn't not go into the Marines with the intentions of having two beautiful kids. Yeah. Um, but I kind of think that all the struggles that I've been through in my life, because I was a totally different person. If you look back to when you're 17 years old, 16, 17 years old, hopefully not everybody, but hopefully you are a totally different person than you were when you were that age. And I am, I'm a like radically different, you know, if I could go back and see the 16 or 17 year old me, I would not say anything to him. I would just like listen to him say, and then I would just slap him in the back of the head and walk away (laughs) because I know that he wouldn't listen to anything that I had to say, unless I said, man, I'm you. And then that might freak him out a little bit because I kind of look like him a little bit, um, but instead of a scraggly goatee, I have a majestic beard now. So I would give him that to look forward to. But I don't know. I think that I think that the struggles that you go through and the path that you go down, even if it's a bad path, even if it's a hard path that has hardships and trials, I think that that kind of molds you if you grow through it, which I've talked about before on my podcast. If you grow through it and you don't just go through it, Um, because that's really tempting to do. Like, let me just get through this, you know, instead of having the mentality, let me grow through this. Um, what was I even saying? Man, what a train wreck. (laughs) But if you, if you, if you let these trials, um, grow you and you grow through them and become a better person, I think that, I don't know. I think that everything's all right. You know, everything will be okay. And regret is something that you don't want to live with, you know. And that is something that I try to do when I look back at bad calls that I made and things that just went just terribly not the way I wanted them to go in my life. When I look back at that stuff, I try really hard not to look back at it with regret, but I try to see the good that came from a negative situation. And that's just something to think about. That's something that I have pondered this week, you know, because I I don't think about, you know, what would have happened if I would have went military. You know, you can kind of look at me and be like, dude, you would not fit in the military because you do not like to shave. I think that they should. I, I don't know. I think soldiers that are in combat probably don't have to shave every day so they can have little beards. I'm assuming, you know, so maybe I would have been all right with that, you know, but, you know, I don't regret 
I, I have no regret about not going that way in my life because of where I am now. And I'm happy now. And I'm happy with myself now. I'm a pretty alright fella most of the time. Still got some work to do. But, uh, but that was not funny at all. And stuff that's not funny at all, I like to put at the end of my podcast just to center everybody. You know, get back to get back to the harsh cold reality of the world but thank you guys for listening if you want to leave me a review on itunes that would be cool um it's it's nice to read um things that people say that are nice and it's nice to read things that aren't so nice sometimes so what if you liked it or not um i hope that you did though if you want to hear me talk about any specific topic, you can shoot me an email and I'll think about what you want me to think about and then I'll talk about it on this podcast. Hopefully I'll do it with greater tact and um, thought than what I did today because I'm just strapped for time right now. Actually, right now, I have a lot going on in my life. I have some really cool stuff and I have some really cool... Um, I don't know, just cool stuff going on in my life. Stuff that makes me smile. And stuff that makes me smile is good. And I want to do more of that stuff. Good stuff that makes me smile. So, um, so you, what, man, man, you can email what you want me to talk about to glennthinkstuff at yahoo.com. Glennthinkstuff at yahoo.com. And I'll totally hook that up for you. Um, you can also follow me on social media. I'm really not big into social media right now. It's just like I get, I just got burnt out on it. And I took a few weeks off. And those few weeks were so great that when I came back to my social media, I was just like, you know, I want to check in here every once in a while. But I really don't want to invest a lot of my life right now looking at a screen on my phone or looking at my laptop uh, a whole lot because I want to live life. Yeah, and I did lock my Twitter account, so if you don't follow me, you can like request, and I'll totally follow you back, and you can see everything. Um, it's not that I'm hiding or being a hermit. It's just social media is strange, right? Because it's this whole another world, and you're interacting with people all over the world, which is cool. That's cool, but there is a there is a weird element of hey look at me you know and maybe that's just all in my head but like this podcast is not about that at all you know and I got really caught up and spent a lot of time on Twitter in the past and then I backed up and was like well what are you even doing man why are you doing this and you know I'm kind of random and this podcast is kind of random and so I just kind of right now, not to say that I won't go back into full swing, but right now I'm just enjoying living my life, man. Life is good and I'm having a lot of fun and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just happy. And so part of that is not constantly being on the tweeter saying, Meh. but... <laughs> <laughs> but you can follow me. I get on there sometimes. But I love you guys. I really appreciate all the support um, and the kind words that I've gotten about my podcast. I really, I really 
like to give people a little break. That's what it's all about, right? And I can get on here and take a little break and just ramble. Lord, I was born a rambling man. So, I'll talk to you guys next week. Peace out.